Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brand Led, where we share practical branding tips to help you guys attract high-value customers. And Lise, it's been a big, big week. There's a lot happening, Mm -hmm. but I'm looking forward to spending 15 to 20 minutes with you and taking a look at another brand that we've fallen for. And this week, we've picked a brand that's a big part of our business and something that we use almost every single day, and that is Webflow. Yes. Hello, everyone. So, I'm really looking forward to this episode because, you know, Webflow is a tool that we've been using for what, you know, the past six years now? Yeah, six to seven. Yeah. Yeah. To build and manage websites, both for ourselves and for our clients. Mm. And, you know, if you're not familiar with Webflow, you might have a website that's built on platforms like, you know, WordPress or Squarespace or Wix. So it's kind of like those, um, only in our opinion, maybe just a little bit better than the rest. (laughs) Um, But that's just our opinion. Yeah, definitely. It suits the types of projects and the clients that we work with. You know, those service-based businesses, it's great for. Exactly. Um, And I think we wrote about this in in our blog uh, a little while back now, which we will link you you all to in the show notes. Yes. But today we're not here to debate which website platform is the best. Mm -hmm. I'd be happy to if you want (laughs) to reach out to me personally. Um, But we're here to talk about, you know, the Webflow Webflow brand and how they've been able to build a strong, a really strong community of designers and developers. Yes. And, you know, when I think about Webflow, you know, the other day we shared a quote on Instagram from the branding legend, Martin Neumeyer. And uh, he said, customers no longer buy brands, they join them. You know, they want to vote on what gets produced and how it gets delivered. And I think Webflow are a brand that people want to join. And that all really does come back to their big idea. It always does, Lise. <laughs> I think, yeah, their big idea, you know, they believe in this no-code future. That's really their bigger idea. Yes. And, you know, they want to empower people to be able to create for the web, whether they know three coding languages or they know zero about coding. Mm. Um, and what's great is about this idea is that it's really shifting people's thinking about how websites are built. Yeah. Yeah, the future of building for the web you know, it doesn't look like what people, I guess, expected. Instead of staring at lines of code, suddenly building a website is a lot more visual now. And instead of it taking, you know, 30 days to code something, it's maybe taking five. It's just a lot faster with these visual platforms. Yeah. And that's what Webflow is doing. Yes. And circling back to that Newmire quote, you know, it says customers no longer buy brands, they join them, you know, but to join a brand we need to be presented with some sort of a compelling future that we believe in. You know, I think Webflow's no-code future is a really strong vision. It's definitely not for everyone. Not everyone's going to agree that, you know, we're going to be in a no-code future. But for those that it resonates with, I think that's really exciting. It rings true and they're ready to jump in and get on board. Yeah, and for those of you listening and wondering what we're talking about, we're throwing the word big idea around and really all that is is about creating contrast on a brand level and it's, you should be asking yourself, you know, what do people believe right now about themselves, about the industry? Like what's the norm mm-hmm. and what kind of future do you think you see for the industry that bucks that norm or that change? Yeah. And 
Um, yeah. yeah. I like to think of it as, um, you know, it's, a, it's a really the core of your brand messaging, your big idea. And I like to think of the brand message as like a story or a movie, right? Mm. So, you know, contrast and tension is what makes it interesting. Otherwise, yeah. it'd be a pretty boring story or a pretty boring yeah. movie. So um, just to give you an example, I've been listening to Harry Potter again. So I'm going to use that, that as an oh, example. Are you sure you want to use that here? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that to yourself. No, no, no. Go on, go on. Um, hey, great book. Um, so in the first book, Harry is told that he's a wizard and he's presented with an opportunity to believe that he's magic, he's a wizard, he's going to step into some unknown future. Um, so he has that option or he can reject it and continue on with his normal life, right? Mm. Um, the book would be pretty boring if, you know, he continued living under the staircase for seven books. <laughs> yeah, I would have um, definitely stepped aside. <laughs> yeah, so I suppose, you know, you want your brand message to be memorable um, and to be memorable, you need to show people some sort of a compelling future, something different that they haven't thought of before and invite them into it. And I think that Webflow does that really well. So, you know, once people are inside of the Webflow community, there are lots of opportunities for them to, you know, have their say, ask questions, uh, vote for the features that they want to see next. Mm. Um, and I think, oh, there's also, you know, extensive courses and training for people to get involved yeah. Um, forums. Did I mention that already? Forums to get help. So there are regular updates from the Webflow team too. I think they do like regular webinars about what they're working on and what's next as well. So there's that real yeah. community. Yeah, that's definitely something that stood out to me when I, you know, first used their platform. They they did such a great job at involving me in their journey and in the community. Yeah. It was very open to feedback and what do you guys want next and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um. I think that speaks to the second part of Newmeyer's quote yeah. that we were talking about, that people, you know, want to vote in what gets produced and how it gets delivered because um, your brand only exists in people's minds. It's it's a perception, right? And if you fail to talk to them, connect with them or, or involve them, they're probably going to become less invested in the journey um, and less likely to remain advocates for your brand. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, because they listen to their audience, I think Webflow really knows their people very well, you know, that allows them to speak to their pain points, their challenges, and they share content that really inspires people and meets them where they are in their yeah. journey. Yeah. So switching gears just slightly, Lise, mm. what is your take on Webflow's brand personality? Yeah, I definitely think their primary archetype is the creator. Um, you know, they champion creativity. Um, they're helping their customers to recreate themselves, beautify surroundings, yeah, totally. um, live a creative life. Um, you know, make a living out of creating websites but being creative with it because they don't have to focus so much on the code part of things. It's yeah, really exactly. visual. Um, they're really empowering people. So I also get the sense that they're really big on quality, which I think is a, a huge hallmark of the creator. Mm. Yeah, everything they do is is really done, you know, with high attention to detail. Mm. And you see some software brands, you know, release new features and it just seems a little bit sloppy or rushed. You know, it's not kind of perfect mm. there's still a lot of bugs in yep. the new feature mm. um and you know I, I get the sense that they they like to do things properly and take the time yes you know? actually i think that's one of their values to um, oh yeah because i was on their website yeah so to get it done well, um, sorry get it done do it right is one of their values um so there you go i think um i love a brand that actually, the money where their mouth is exactly i love a brand that lives out their values instead of just chucking some statements up on their website and don't really live them out day to day when I was thinking about archetypes, I was thinking there may be a little bit of a, you know, jester hint in their brand, mm-hmm. um, which really only 
it comes through in the have you watched many of their training videos and that sort of yeah, thing? Yeah. Yeah. The voiceover guy is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. It's kind <laughs> of like sarcastic humor or you yeah. know, that dry kind of humor. Um, but it does have that lighthearted kind of tone sprinkled in. It's never over the top, but yeah, it's just it just adds a little bit bit more depth to the brand. Yeah, it's never the focus, is it? But it just there's a hint of it. I think there's definitely a humorous tone that pops up occasionally. So yeah, maybe a bit of jester. But I think their voice overall is pretty clear and conversational as a whole. Mm. Um, so what do you think about seeing as you're our visual expert, Kane? What do you think about <laughs> Webflow's visual identity? Yeah, well, I think their visuals are great. You know, they're selling online software, so it needs to be appropriate for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're you know, they're using a lot of diagrams, motion graphics, and iconography, which really helps to demonstrate the tr- true power of their fe- platform's features and benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also playing, paying close attention to, you know, their typography, the sizing, spacing. They're using these really big headlines, which you, which really grab your attention. And um, if you think of, you know, Apple's website, it's, it's quite similar to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think their layout design is quite unique, isn't it? It's kind mm. of a highlight of their brand. You know, it's quite structured uh, and balanced, but it's not overly predictable. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to their brand, it seems like, you know, less is more as an overall uh, theme. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't add too much to things, but they're also really, they're kind of stripped back their own brand to showcase everyone else's websites and things that, you know, they, they want to promote, you know, like other people, they're kind of um, championing other people's work. So their brand is, isn't overly. Um, Colourful or bright. Yeah. Or, that's, that's the product, you know, the, the portfolio pieces shine. Yeah. 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 Uh, coming back to the less is more kind of attitude that they've kind of adopted. Yeah. It's really, if, if an element doesn't add anything to the design or layout, they remove it. And you know, that's a big philosophy that I live by when, whenever I'm, I'm in the design chair. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> you love that minimal design aesthetic. Um, sure. So there's lots we can learn from Webflow um, and we've chatted about quite a few different things today. So let's quickly sum up um, what we've chatted about. So uh, first we talked about, you know, how people no longer buy from brands, they join them. And that you need to give people a reason to want to join your brand. So you need to show them some sort of a compelling future, share your big idea, invite them into a story. Um, and we talked about Webflow's no code future and how people are excited to be a part of that vision. Um, we also talked about people wanting to have a say in the journey and how Webflow involved their community through forums and events and webinars and updates and surveys and they have yeah. wish lists, wish lists yeah. <laughs> yep. um, where people can kind of submit their requests and upvote on features and things as well. Mm. And we also discussed Webflow's personality uh, as the creator, which if you remember from our brand personality episodes, I'm um, not sure what number they are, but they're back in the back catalog somewhere. Uh, it means that they're likely to attract creative people. So, you know, that does make a lot of sense, right? Yes, exactly. Given their audience. Um, and they also give people more control over the creative process and, and um, help people focus on creating things of enduring value as well, which is um, definitely a hallmark of the the creator. Yeah, they have a do it right mentality, which I think is much appreciated by the audience that they serve, right? Um, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're going to leave it there for today. And we hope that you guys jotted down a few little ideas and takeaways that maybe you can apply to your own brands um, so you two can start attracting high value or keep attracting high value customers to your business. Yes. 
And if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this episode, um, be a friend, be a pal. Be a pal. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and uh, share it with them. And as Send always, us a DM, say hello. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you as well. What did you think of the episode? And is there any brands that you love that you would love us to cover Ooh, in future yeah, episodes? Yeah, we're running out, guys. Help us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as always, thank you so much for you know choosing to lend us your ears every single week and we'll see you next time. See you soon, guys. Bye.